1: I am Latricia, and with me is my co-host, Phyllis. Hey,
0: Phyllis. Hello, Latricia, and hello out there, Difference Makers. It's been a while since I started off with a little jingle, but to give you a hint of what we're talking about today, in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is how I spend most of my days. We are going to do a comparison of fresh prints from the 90s versus Bell Air, which debuted this year in 2022. So, Latricia, let's just hop into it and get it out the way because this is fresh. This is trending. The social media buzz. When we first started planning this discussion, this hadn't even happened. And we wanted to do the show just because there was some other social media buzz about how Bel Air poorly represented black people. Some people were saying that and telling other black people not to watch it. So we're rebellious. And for that reason, we watched it. And then. Pimp Wheel stepped on the scene at the Oscars. The slap happens just to address the elephant in the room, Latricia. What do you have to say about
1: that? I was quite disappointed that actually happened. I was like, "What in the world is going on?" But it didn't make me be like, "Oh, I'm canceling Will Smith. I'm not going to watch these shows." Because we had already like planned to do this, so I carried on and continued to watch it because you know I'm not big on cancel culture. What are your thoughts?
0: I felt sympathy and empathy for both of them because I read something about Chris Rock having a non-verbal learning disorder, which mimics autism. So when Will Smith walked on the stage, Chris Rock really was oblivious. So I had some sympathy towards him. I didn't think he said it with ill intention. At that moment, I did it. As far as Will Smith, I said, man. He has reached a breaking point. At almost every red carpet event, there is someone taking a jab about his entanglement. There's means about him and he just can't take it anymore. Yes, what he did was wrong, but we're human beings and I didn't cancel him and I didn't cancel Chris Rock either. Although I saw some stuff afterwards, I still didn't cancel them um, and I hope they work it out and they both get the help that they need. So let's get into Fresh Prince versus Bel Air. One thing that's very interesting to me is that Will Smith's character in Fresh Prince is Will Smith. And I think he did that purposefully because he knew if it gained a lot of traction that people would know him by his character. So that was a real smart move that he did in the 90s. Fresh Prince plot, Um, Will leaves for the fear of his life. He's not as shaken up overall. This version is a goofy young man adjusting to another society. If I could sum up the Fresh Prince plot, that's what I would say. We went back and we watched the first five episodes or the first four or five episodes. And that's how I would summarize it. How would you say was the plot or the feelings you had watching the first four or five episodes of Fresh Prince.
1: How we learn about what's going on is through the theme song that you started out singing and the portrayal that there was this little fight on the basketball court. It was kind of a little corny thing. It was a fight, but it wasn't this big old fight. And then he says, and my mom gets scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. So we never saw... What actually happened outside of the theme song, the next thing we know is he's at his aunt and uncle's house in Bel Air. I think, yeah, he's just comedian type kid who is not taking life seriously. He just, he's always cracking jokes. He's being himself and he didn't fit in to that Bel Air culture where they're more refined and this city kid comes in and he has to fit into their culture. And they also have to accept him for who he is. That's the way I see it. That
0: he's confident in who he is, but still there's some, maybe I should not
1: be who I am. Is that what you're saying? I thought that he was comfortable in his own skin. I think the issue was with the family, that he wasn't Refined enough. So they were trying to get him to fit more into their culture.
0: I agree. I feel the 90s version, it was more of the family that wanted Will to conform. And you know what else? Watching the 90s, I was like, oh my goodness, it is rated G. So there's a big difference in the other version that we'll speak of in a little while. But I laugh so much. I remember watching this when I was in my teens. But I was wondering if I watch this at almost 40, will I still enjoy the humor? Well, a lot of the stuff was going over my head. It's something I realized. And then the other thing I realized was man, this is a very comical show. And I think I used to take so many lessons from it when. I was a teenager or a preteen. So, one thing that I just liked from the show was I felt like it was the 90s version, just reminded me so much of how it was a classic, how my cousin and I would slap each other's hands and go, like Jazz and Will did, or the clothing style. I think we mimicked the clothing style of the Fresh Prince instead of Fresh Prince mimicking the clothing style of today. I think we were more like, oh, what are they wearing now? And that's possibly because we didn't have social media. And another thing was when Uncle Phil kicked Jazz out of the mansion. Like, that was an episode. Those episodes we looked forward to, like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Even though it was going to happen, Ever so often in the episodes, it was a staple. One thing I liked about the 90 version of the Fresh Prince is that, to me, iconic because of those reasons, because of the song, because of the style, because of the behaviors that we mimicked, because of the iconic moments in the show that would happen ever so often. Like around that time, there was still Urkel, did I do that? And I don't think we have that in today. So do you have anything else to say about the Fresh Prince plot and lessons or emotions that you felt watching it? Or are you ready to go to Bel Air?
1: I just wanted to say that that show was very lighthearted, very comical. It had me in stitches, even watching it now. I'm still laughing so hard. And, you know, another thing that I thought was how they were before a live studio audience. And the way that Will Smith did all those crazy dances and how he was just able to crack those jokes at the drop of a dime. I just thought, wow, he's able to do all of this. All of them were able to do this before a live audience. I thought that was amazing. And that
0: is a very good point because when I was watching the 90s version, I forgot that it was taped in front of a live audience. You know, that was a thing back in the days, but I forgot about that. So I said, man, it seems like they're talking to the people that are watching TV. But when we watch TV today in the new millennium, it's like, no, we're watching their lives. So that's a big difference. We really don't see that interaction part of television anymore as much as we did in the 90s
1: exactly one of the things that he would do often is he would look into the camera and he would say something as if he's speaking straight to us it's totally different nowadays
0: so going to bel-air well i will first like to say that it is not rated g if so, the G is for straight-up gangster, because there is a lot going on in it. There's some profanity. And when I think of the Bel Air plot, Will, again, leaves for fear of his life. He can't return. There's this more sense of danger. Overall, this version has more drama, lust, power, and stronger language. They drop the N-word more than a, Ku Klux Klan leader Will is uncertain and and a clever young man adjusting to another society in traumatic events there was more traumatic events and um there was just a vast difference in the plot and even in the characters who we'll get into later so what was your feelings of the storyline
1: in Bel Air I thought the initial plot we actually saw it take place in Bel Air. So we saw what happened at the basketball court. We saw how Will got in trouble. His mother drove him. She's like, I'm driving you to the airport. You're going to live with your aunt and uncle in Bel Air. So we were able to actually see it take place as opposed to imagining based on the video from the song and the. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So the emotions shifted. This has gone from a straight up hilarious comedy to a serious drama with all kinds of issues happening. You know, you had the gun issue, you had the police come, you had him being arrested and, and all that comes with being arrested as a teenager. It was a lot. So it was much more of a somber feeling as opposed to joy and fun and funny. And I'm glad
0: you spoke of the difference of the beginning, because I believe because of the first episode, we became more invested in the characters. I think in Bel Air, we are more invested in more of the characters. Compared to Fresh Prince, we're invested in the story. Like, how are they gonna move along as a family? But we're in Bel Air, we're wondering, well, what's gonna happen to so and so's business? What's gonna happen to this person's career? We're more invested in every individual person's life. And I think that shows how time has changed. We have to. Not we, but media has to tailor towards what's demanded, and I think our attention span is so short that it has to be all this drama, all this excitement, or they know we will be lost. Audiences will be lost if it's a slow storyline. So, first episode, I'm like, wow, that that was a lot. Even Will's mom. I developed more of a sense of who she was in the first episode of Bel-Air than I remembered in any of Fresh Prince seasons. Bel-Air, the plot is different because there's so much more drama and the seriousness of life is tied into it. Um, But that's my reason of why I think there's a difference. Is attention span. And we got to do what sales. Do you have any different thoughts or why do you think Bel Air is so much different than Fresh Prince?
1: I think it has to do with where we are during these times, because when I look at Bel Air and I, I looked at all the episodes and I see so many of the issues that we're dealing with in real life, played out in some of those episodes. Even though I saw some of that stuff happen in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it was, it was kind of glossed over because it's, it's a shorter episode. I think that's one thing where Bel-Air is like an hour long and Fresh Prince is like a 30-minute sitcom. I don't remember what episode it was, but they were driving... Somebody's car to Palm Springs and they got pulled over by the police and then they got put in jail and all of this stuff happened. And they came home and Carlton was thinking that it wasn't racial. He was just thinking that the cops were doing their jobs while Will was thinking that it was racial. And then he talked to his dad and his dad told him it should have never happened. But then after that, it was gone in just an instant where in Bel Air, it seems like these issues keep coming up. When they're talking about racism, for example, it's not only happening to Will, but it's happening to Carlton, it's happening to Hillary. So it continues to happen. So the issue stays in the forefront. Absolutely.
0: And I think this generation we are much more louder about social justice so that's why there's a difference and there's so many issues so let's get into these characters because you named so many of them let's start with uncle phil fresh prince uncle phil versus bel-air uncle phil i'll do fresh prince uncle phil and you could do bel-air uncle phil so Fresh Prince Uncle Phil, you know, he's like a staple of the community in our minds. Um, he's the dad that people desire to have. He's Will's hero. One of the most famous clip of Will is him crying to Uncle Phil because his dad let, let him down. So Uncle Phil is a lawyer, he's a husband, he's a father figure to his nephew, and he's just an awesome man. I did see in the Fresh Prince version of Uncle Phil that he wasn't very confident in his Blackness. Like, there was one episode where he didn't want the partners to know that he had a rural background being from Yamakra, North Carolina. There were these other issues where he didn't want to speak in AAVE or slang, even at the house. So that was something I had kind of forgot about. And I said, oh, Fresh Prince, Uncle Phil, is very, I'll say, yearbookish. What do you want to say about Bel Air Uncle Phil compared to Fresh Prince Uncle Phil?
1: It seems like the Uncle Phil and Fresh Prince of Bel Air had more time for his family. It was more about his family than his job, where with the Bel Air Uncle Phil, everything seems to be centered around his campaign for DA. And the other thing that I saw that was different is The Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it was kind of like he didn't want him there, but after a while, he embraced him, where in the Bel-Air one, it seems like Uncle Phil was on board and and invested in Will from the get-go. As a matter of fact, he seemed to be attaching to him pretty well, so much so that I think even Carlton was jealous of Will. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but I still feel that he loved his wife because towards the end of that episode, when he came to, spoiler alerts, we didn't say that, but towards the end of those episodes of season one, when he came to that hotel to see his wife, and it's a good segue to Aunt Viv, I felt like he said, yes, I've been about this position of being a district attorney but you are my wife and I want you to know that I love you because I didn't think he was gonna make any type of sacrifices for her or um, drop everything. But he did to me and that was a way of fighting for his marriage. So I really appreciated that part of it. So that's a good segue to Aunt Viv. The Aunt Viv of Fresh Prince We know there was a change throughout the seasons, but in season one, Aunt Viv, she was more hip than Uncle Phil. She kept it real. She was more of a free-parenter. You didn't have to play piano and walk up straight, and she wanted her children to be happy. Yes, she wanted them to be successful also, and she seemed more motherly to me as if she had more of a connection with all of her children compared to just one of them. In Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I felt like she spread the love amongst her children and Will. So that was some difference. And in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the first five seasons, I had no idea what her career was or if she had a previous career. But she was fly. And she was a strong woman that just had this confidence about her, regardless of where she came from. She brought that with her, I thought, that was shown in A Fresh Prince. What do you feel about the 2022 version of Bel-Air, Aunt Viv?
1: I definitely didn't think she was the original Aunt Viv in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air I think this Aunt Viv was. Like she was still trying to find herself to me. Like she wasn't.
0: This was like, she's still trying to find herself after all these. I don't know. Or did she feel like she sacrificed herself? Like, what do you yeah, think? Like,
1: I think she sacrificed herself. She was an artist and she left her career as an artist to be there for her family. She was there supporting her husband and his career. And that's what she continued to do. She did have this passion for art, but she put that on the back burner.
0: And you know what? It reminded me of in psychology when you learn about
1: Erikson's
0: eight stage of development. I think um, during that age, it's sort of like generativity versus stagnation. And I felt like that's what she felt like. She was just, oh, I just feel like I'm stuck. And I think because of it being the times that it is. That women aren't expected to be just housewives. And she felt like just a housewife. And that was kept to be echoed. So now we talked about Aunt Ville. So I felt like she was stagnant. So let's get into her children Hillary, Carlton, and Ashley. Hillary in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, we know that she was not the sharpest tool in the shed, she liked to shop. And she just depended on daddy. She was a damsel in distress. And we know that Carlton, he was cheesy. He didn't know much about the Black culture. And he was kind of the token Black kid at his school. And Ashley, she had a little bit of hipness and she took on to Will quicker than the others while there was a difference in Bel Air. I did notice in the Fresh Prince version from the 90s that it seemed like Ashley and Will were really close. But can you break down the difference between Hillary Carton and Ashley in Bel Air version?
1: I'd the same thing about Ashley she did latch on to him rather quickly, and they had a really good bond. And the Fresh Prince, she was like nine, but in Bel-Air, she's 12. And as a 12-year-old, she's involved in her dad's campaign, and she's involved in some other like social issues. She wanted to make sure the LGBT platform was talked about In one of the episodes, she went to the pastor at the church and talked about that platform. And she also was attracted to a girl in there. In Bel-Air, she's, I guess, mapping out her sexual identity, where in Fresh Prince, she was just a little young kid just doing things that children do. And Hillary, this is a 2022 version, so in this episode she's not the airhead that she was in the other show. She's an influencer, so she has all of these subscribers. I I think they're on Instagram. She's a budding chef. She's still fashionable like the other Hillary. You don't see her going out shopping for the clothes and you don't hear her dropping name brands and things like that, but she dresses very well. And Carlton, I think he's probably The most different. He's still that preppy guy and all of that. But in this one, he's not as funny. Where in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, he's funny. You know, he does those dances and and does a lot of singing and stuff like this. In Bel Air, he's much more serious. He has anxiety, he has issues with drugs. He's actually jealous of Will where in Fresh Prince, him and Will, they got along even though they are different. Their upbringing is different. So you can see the differences there where he's not, he's not as hip. He's not as down with the Black culture, but they still got along. well. they still did things together, where in this one, they're always opposing each other. It's kind of like they're frenemies. He has a lot of stress and pressure on them, I guess, for trying to be perfect in the Fresh Prince. That was his lane. He was in his zone being that way. That's who he was. And don't forget his nose problem.
0: His itchy nose, Bel Air. His nose had an itch. He had to keep sniffing drugs. So Carton was an addict. So yeah, there's a big difference. And our last person we want to speak of, because I do think this person was a staple in the show. And I feel like he was part of the family. And that's Jeffrey. Oh, man. In the Fresh Prince version, Jeffrey was very refined. He was witty. He would make comments that was snarky, but would still make the audience laugh. He always had on the same outfit and the standard butler outfit. Um, And he would say things like, Master William, and he would bow very much etiquette driven, like the king and queen's language and their behavior. But there was a stark difference in the Bel Air version of Jeffrey. And I, I kind of missed that. But um, I also kind of liked that he wasn't just a servant. But what did you think about Jeffrey? in the Bel-Air version 2022?
1: I like Jeffrey in the Bel-Air version. He has much more swag. He's more down to earth. He's not the butler, but he's the house manager. So he does a lot of things for the family, but you'd never see him cooking and serving them food and all that kind of stuff. And he has a good relationship with the members of the family there was one episode where Ashley had taken off and he went and got her and and he didn't tell the family about that and then I think him and Will had a connection Will was able to go to Jeffrey and he was different than the the butler Jeffrey and also I think you know him and Phil had a nice personal relationship there in one episode they were shooting pool you would see them out leisurely so it wasn't like it wasn't like the Fresh Prince where Jeffrey was the butler he was always doing something for the family it wasn't like he was part of the family where in Bel-Air it seems like this Jeffrey was part of the family
0: yes I like his witty sense of humor and this Jeffrey is kind of like I don't know if I want to bump it to him in a dark alley because he's gangster. He's a little gangster. This Jeffrey may have spent time in, in the brig in England. But yeah, so Bel-Air versus Fresh Prince. We say that just to compare, not to compare that one is greater than the other, but that times change media, time change perception, time changes characters. And I think that's what it is because of, time. Time changes. And I think it coincides with self-determination and other principles and purpose. And I think the purpose for Fresh Prince is different than the purpose of Bel-Air. Latricia, it's been a great time talking about Fresh Prince versus Bel-Air. Do you have anything else before we go to our principal challenge? I do not. All right. And that brings us to our principal
1: challenge.
0: Principal challenge. Live them out.
1: Our principal challenge for today, staying in the theme of self-determination, is to always be yourself no matter what environment you get put into. For our next section,
0: open your heart, mind and ears as we spread the good news. Not rumors, not rubbish. Giving the principles, we spread the good news. We're going to stick with the theme of media. And our first good news is class will remain in session at Abbott Elementary. ABC has given an early season two renewal to Quinta Brunson's breakout comedy series, Abbott Elementary's renewal comes as little surprise as the workplace comedy has quickly established itself as a rating and social media standout for ABC. We hope that it will also be a future classic. On April 5th, 2022 in New York City, Dance Theater of Harlem honored director, choreographer, actress, and dancer Debbie Allen. She was honored at the Harlem Gala with the Arthur Mitchell Vision Award. Debbie Allen even has ties with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Did you guys know that? She was brought in to direct the first two episodes. She said the character reminded her of her own mother, Vivian, and had the name change from Wendy Banks to Vivian Banks. Shout out to the very talented Debbie Allen over a career Spending half a century, Samuel Jackson has appeared in more than 150 films, including such hits as Jurassic Park, the Star Wars trilogy, and various Marvel movies, in which he played Nick Fury. Most recently, he starred in the miniseries, The Last Day of Ptolemy Gray, on Apple TV+. His movies in total have generated $27 billion at the box office. He was presented with an honorary Oscar for Lifetime Achievement by an overjoyed Denzel Washington. The award is the 73-year-old actor's first Oscar. In his speech, he speaks of his early career as gang member number two until the most notable. He thanked everyone who ever purchased a ticket, helped with a costume or wig, and of course his wife of 46 years. Samuel Jackson, you were already golden to us, but we're ecstatic that you have your Oscar now. That concludes our good news, but please remember it takes gravy to run this train. So please donate to us on our coffee website, Coffee Living the Principles. And Latricia, lastly,
1: can you give them a soul snack? Our soul snack for today comes from an African proverb. And it says, if you cut your chains, you free yourself. If you cut your roots, you die. That's our show for today. Until next time, expand your minds and impact your communities.
0: Thanks for listening to Living the Principles podcast. Be sure to visit us at livingtheprinciples365.com to access the show and join in on the conversations.